Hi everyone. Uh, before we get to the video, quick announcement. By the time you're seeing this, I'm not actually here. This is a trick of editing. Um, I will actually be in Toronto. I'm there for the weekend. Hopefully gonna chill with some cool internet peeps and also some IRL friends. So yeah, that's where I am currently. But I made sure, of course, to have some content scheduled. But I did want to also make an announcement that because, of course, I'm going to be in Toronto, that means no Sunday sum up. So I'll see if I can kind of do a late version of that for Monday's episode. Um, but Sunday is instead going to be about the Korean general strike and why our Western media is not reporting on it. So, yeah, just a quick little announcement and tell people some stuff and also, if you're seeing that I'm not being as active or as responsive to replies or questions or things like that, it's because I'm technically on vacation in another city. But with that, here's today's video. Hi, everyone. Here's what's bothering me today. Justin Trudeau has allowed the CRB, it's what replaced the CERB, to lapse, meaning 800,000 Canadians are now without that crucial pandemic benefit. And again, because, you know, the pandemic election was so urgent so that Justin Trudeau could get support to Canadians real quick. Because, you know, boy, howdy, he really cares that the whole purpose of the election, uh, they're not going back to work until November 30th. So we are stuck here in this situation in Canada, where nearly a million Canadians, nearly, you know, one in 35 Canadians, is now having support, often quite needed, being clawed back. Now, I'm not going to say much more about this, because I already said plenty in that video that I did about Trudeau and the hypocrisy of his pandemic election and sluggishly returning to work. Feel free to watch that, because otherwise I'd just be kind of rehashing a lot of that here. But what I want to use this moment for is to actually share with you and with others watching this, and hopefully with Trudeau and other people who voted this jackass back into power, the very real people being affected by this decision to cut back on these very necessary programs. This also should be seen as a moment for us to actually just implement UBI, a universal basic income. Like, come on, like just do it already. But that's probably not going to happen, but maybe some pressure can actually happen, especially when people realize who's being put at risk and who's being disadvantaged by this. Here's just a smattering of impacted people from across Twitter. I am one that will be cut off. Both my husband and I are unable to work right now and don't qualify for EI. We have depended on CERB slash CRB to pay our rent. I suppose we'll have to apply for social assistance and see if that will cover our rent. Fingers crossed. Here's another one just calling out the hypocrisy of a lot of people being shocked by this and still voting liberal. Quoting an image of Christopher Freeland saying, Our fiscally expansive approach to fighting the coronavirus cannot and will not be infinite. It is limited and temporary. In response to that, my boy Dylan wrote this. Freeland told us almost exactly a year ago that she'd be cutting financial supports for workers. You don't get to act surprised now if you voted her party back into power and find that she's doing exactly what she said she would. And as someone else rather accurately points out, just the fact that they ended CERB during the second wave or cut the CRB in half right before the election, knowing the fourth wave was arriving, should have been enough. Unless you have at least a couple million dollars, these people don't give a fuck about you. And apparently, New Brunswick Premier Blaine Higgs had this to say. 
He's glad Serb is coming to an end. Says he knows businesses are having trouble finding employees. Which, as an aforementioned person accurately pointed out, New Brunswick has by far the lowest minimum wage in the country. If businesses have trouble finding employees, maybe they should pay people more. Also, Serb ended last year. On top of all of this, people on disability have gotten fractions of what many other Canadians managed to qualify for, for the initial Serb. And even after the Serb was clawed back and like reduced, that was still more than people on disability make. Here's a map of Canada showing what people get in each province as their stipend for living on disability. And if you're wondering, no, it is nowhere near a living wage. It is absolutely a poverty wage. And unfortunately, here comes the media with the spin and saying, yeah, no, this is actually a good thing that it's coming to the end. Case in point, the objectively terrible Ottawa citizen. First reading, rip to the free COVID-19 money. It wasn't free. You have to pay it back. I literally paid it back at tax time. It is just so infuriating to see the people in positions of power. So Christopher Freeland, Justin Trudeau, wealthy businesses who just took a bunch of money that was earmarked for workers in the emergency wage subsidy and just gave themselves stock buybacks and bonuses. And then their friends in the generally corporate and right-wing controlled media in Canada saying, oh, it's good that the free money is ending, which is objectively untrue because it wasn't fucking free money. And unfortunately, a lot of liberals, including many liberal partisans, being shocked that this is ending and that the government isn't actually getting back to work. Yeah, we tried to warn you about this, that voting liberal was actually a really bad idea. See my old video about that. But here we have evidence of actual very real Canadians with very real lives and concerns and families who have done everything right or tried to do everything right and they are still being either punished for it or they don't qualify for EI and they're just hoping against all hope that they can qualify for social assistance. This is going to be a real terrible time moving forward. The only redeeming quality about this is that the government can still be held to account because it's not a liberal majority. But with the pandemic nowhere near over and with people still not able or willing to return to work for a variety of reasons, some valid and some not so valid, such as the whole anti-vaxxer thing. And NDP MP Peter Julian actually raises a good point. Here he's quote tweeting himself about how it's incomprehensible that Justin Trudeau would cut off 800,000 Canadian families from the CRB in the middle of a deadly fourth wave, which is only going to mean more suffering. As he said on October 22nd, in 38 hours, 880,000 families will be cut off pandemic supports with the sudden ending of the CRB. Not a single one of them qualifies for the new liberal lockdown workers benefit because there are no regions that qualify. Callous and cruel Justin Trudeau, I have no words. We have seen right now just utter contempt and callousness from Justin Trudeau's government and also from Christopher Freeland and hundreds of thousands of Canadians through no fault of their own are going to struggle because of the callousness of the supposedly progressive liberal government that called an election, an expensive election, mind you, because it claimed to care about Canadians. I think it's safe to say they absolutely don't. 
We get what we vote for, apparently, and we could have had so much better, and that is what's bothering me today.